the smile which had brought into prominence the pretty dimples on either side of her generously curved mouth, had faded again. And as she watched her, Janet reflected sadly on how much the last months had sapped her friend's normal joie de vivre, and how rarely she had heard the infectious happy laughter that had always been such a wonderful part of Heaven's personality. The fact that she was the kind of person, woman, who was loved and valued by all those who knew her, only made what had happened to her seem all the more unbelievable, all the more unpalatable, if Janet was to follow Heaven's humorous habit of using food metaphors and clichés in a tongue-in-cheek fashion to illustrate her conversation and to underline and emphasise her passionate love of good food. Not that she would ever know it from her enviably slender figure, Janet acknowledged wistfully, as she contrasted her own much plumper frame with Heaven's delicate, sylph-like figure. Even when they'd been at school together, Heaven had been determined that one day when she was grown up, she was going to be famous for her cooking. Some months ago, when Janet had reminded her of that childhood dream, Heaven had given her a bitter smile and said painfully, Well, I was nearly right, wasn't I? Only instead of becoming famous, what I've become is infamous. Infamous, notorious and unemployable. And her strikingly beautiful dark blue eyes had filled with painful tears, which true to character she had dashed impatiently away. The last thing that Heaven was, was the kind of person who wallowed in self-pity. Despite the fact that right now she had every reason to feel sorry for herself, Janet acknowledged, reflecting on the events of the last eighteen months. A promising career totally ruined, her life turned upside down by the media interest the whole affair had created, and as if that wasn't bad enough, poor Heaven had also had to live with the fact that no matter how often she protested her innocence, there would always be those who were going to disbelieve her. Who's going to want to employ me as a private cook now? she had demanded bitterly some months earlier, when Janet had called round to find her friend busily trying to compose an ad for the classified pages of certain magazines. Even if my name wasn't recognised, then sooner or later my face would be. I doubt there's a hostess in London who hasn't heard about the cook who tried to steal her employer's husband. Are you really sure you're doing the right thing? Janet tried now to counsel her friend gently. Perhaps because Heaven was so petite, too naively inclined to believe the best of everyone, and she herself was so much taller, so much more wary, despite the fact that they were both the same age, twenty-three, Janet had always been inclined to be protective of Heaven. They were standing in the kitchen of a pretty Georgian townhouse in Chelsea. Heaven's father had inherited it from his great-aunt, who had in turn inherited it from her parents, so there was a good deal of family history attached to it. Too much for the house to be sold, and since there was no way that Heaven's parents were going to uproot themselves from the comfortable Shropshire village to which they had retired, her father had suggested that Heaven should live there rent-free until she could restore some sort of order to her shattered life. After all, Janet continued, you're starting to build up quite a nice little business for yourself, and... Selling puddings through the classified ads and at country fairs, Heaven interrupted her in self-contempt. 
Janet, I'm a trained cordon bleu cook. Making home puddings. It's a living, Janet reminded her gently. It's an existence, Heaven corrected her. If Dad wasn't allowing me to live here rent-free, well, have you thought of looking for work abroad, somewhere? Where no one knows me, Heaven supplied for her, shaking her head. Perhaps I should, but I haven't. This is where I want to work, Janet. Here, London, my home. The place where I should be able to work. Where I would be able to work if it wasn't for that rat, Harold. Angry tears filled her eyes. Determinedly, she blinked them away. I was just beginning to make a proper name for myself. I would have made a name for myself if that creep hadn't gone and destroyed everything I'd worked for. And...